Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1995's Candyman 2, Farewell to the Flesh, do me some other favor. Just, you know, I mean, Pluto has it, I guess. Mm, no, know. not anymore. Oh, whatever. Just steal it. Steal it. Steal it. Find someone and rob their shit. Yeah. Physically steal it. Digitally steal it. Whatever, whatever memes of piracy, do it. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cult45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You name it, we're out there. Today, Cult45 is powered by... WhiteCupENT.com That's right, bitch. Go to WhiteCupENT.com to get bomb-ass shirts and hats. We got all your threads to cover you and your lady, mon ami. Especially she got a fat ass. S'il vous plaît. Oh, you gotta have it now? Well, come on down to 7203 Navigation in H-Town and come grab you some gumball, you gritty bitch. I love, I love, I love Cajun Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm going to it's get to my boat. Voice. I'm going up Lake Ponce Train. I'm going to go up River. <laughs> I'm going to get so hot. So hot. <laughs> and September 17th, the grand reopening of White Cup BND. New and expanded store outside patio featuring the return of Castle Dank. Drank. Fuck! Castle Drank. Return of Castle Drank Skull. And Skeletor, as well as three new Masters of Promising themed tees. I think you you're still here. Go to wakeupent.com <laughs> for that sweet, sweet benet. <laughs> Stop looking like a broke ass buster. Oh, fuck. Use the promo code <laughs> CULT45. I am throwing all the accents I have with you now. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> As always, White Cop, ENT.com. <laughs> As always, they fucks with us. We're grateful for you, the listeners, the fans, everyone who fucks with us on our Patreon, our Podbean. Without you guys, we wouldn't be shit. This is Anna from the Pop Prison Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. You are now, now listening to Call 45, 45, the only cult movie podcast, podcast that puts it on your chest. chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. See, bomb on me. Welcome to a fucking no, um. Welcome to a, a really like clusterfucky edition of Code Forty Five, man. This was this is an interesting position to be in because we're doing Candyman two after we just saw the rebuke of uh, the Candyman series uh, mm-hmm. not a week ago, and this was hard, Randy, to this watch. Was- Cause I first impressions, I we talked about this on the Candyman episode, like episode two hundred something, um, two hundred fifty mm-hmm. something, and um, uh, I was talking to Desmond and you, and I was like, "Yo, man, um, f- I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, it was too much, too much of a departure from like everything that they even established in the first one that was still wonky, but they yeah, just abandoned like, it. There's, there's no way it's that bad. It's a sequel, right? Oh but no uh, way. I. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Um, I'm kind of glad I finished it this time, kinda, because there was a theme in there, and I, and and, and it's, it's gonna be something interesting to talk about. But yeah, it it just the movie, mm-hmm. 
it was hard to sit through. It was it was hard to get through it, bro. Um, yeah. So, um, I normally watch these movies first thing in the morning, right before we do the show, just so I'd have the freshest take in my head. <laughs> you get my genuine reaction. Sometimes this helps. Sometimes this hurts. Like uh, with Under the Skin, definitely hurt. Hurt. But doesn't change the fact that you still need to explain your movie as you make your movie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit how hot she is and she's naked. You still need to explain the movie. That's what, that's what brought us to the table, first of all. So that's your fault. So, Candyman <laughs> 2 has some of the same issues. <laughs> where it's like, Understatement. Ugh. Understatement. Um, all right, let's, see, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's, okay. let, let, let's start with the good part. Yeah. All right. Let's start with yeah, the positives. Because yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys remember old stuffy-ass douchebag-ass Purcell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Quite. I'm a white professor talking about black urban legends. <laughs> but I'm hip because I have a ponytail that goes down to my back. Like, fuck off, bro. Purcell's a douche. He's being a I douche. I finger blast all the college-aged girls. <laughs> <laughs> Because the dick doesn't work. Um, he's um he's doing a book tour, man. He has like you know he's doing the Candyman book. Uh, it has a reflective book cover, of course. Why not? Um, he's yet we're getting more of a fleshed out version because this is actually the first time um Candyman's actual name was uttered was in this movie, mm-hmm. Daniel Robitaille. So like we're getting a little bit more fleshing out of what he said previously in the earlier movie, just to kind of catch everybody up to speed. It's a nice, cool way to do it. Linking somebody from the first movie. Well, Helen was mentioned. She was later. mentioned because she's dead. She's dead as the fuck. So like, it's fine. It's fine. And honestly, I'm glad they didn't. There was just like white burn victim with a hook. I'm glad that wasn't the sequel because that'd yeah. that'd have been rough. What's um What's interesting? The original director, mm-hmm. who's kind of a douche to himself, honestly, but the original director wanted to do a thing where he would the t- the sequel wouldn't be linked to Candyman because Candyman would essentially just be dead, but go to different areas and deal with the same type of uh, uh themes but with different urban legends yeah so it'll be like a kind of like a anthology yeah okay right like they'll all be Tell linked in some hood kind of thing yeah probably probably yeah. and like the studio's like uh they want candy man bitch oh shit yeah so go fuck yourself and it's like it's kind of i was getting flashbacks of like how they did with uh friday the 13th and they're like we gotta have a sequel how well uh Jason shows up. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard, and it worked. Yep. So, um, so like they they you know shit got wonky, and they're like, all right, well, we'll we're gonna we're gonna do this because even the director wrote a script. They're like, fuck that script. They're like, we have a better script. No, you don't. What? Okay. I'm I'm sure both scripts are ass. I'm gonna put that I'm put that on there right now. But whatever. All we know is that our boy Purcell is doing his book tour in New Orleans, mm. the Crescent City. <laughs> the big city, baby. Yeah, oh, we gonna get on on out here. Big easy, big easy, yeah. During the Mardi Gras, um, during this whole book tour, there's this really like very angry white man staring fucking daggers at this dude in the goddamn crowd. Like, like there's a fake out. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this cool fake out because like this white, this black lady was like, "Well, if you don't, if you believe, if you don't believe in it, say the name five times, bitch." He's like, "I'll do it," and he does it. And we're thinking Candyman is gonna just fuck his shit up on a stage. But no, it's his it's his assistant, right? Yeah. Still dangerous because that hook was like heavy as fuck. Like, no, no, don't don't do that, bitch. Get a foam hook. I was thinking like those screens cost money. 
How many times did you do this? Like, yeah, cause it did seem like it was like a, like a routine, but it's like uh, either way, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's the last time he's ever gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. He's walking down these streets and this white dude accost him and shit, and he thought he was just a fan. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all, we also learned um through uh Good Times painting images of what happened to him. There's like slides and shit, and I think the same painter from Good Times did it. Moving on, sorry. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> but whatever. But we learned that public perceptions that Helen Lyle was like basically the one that did all the shit. She was the one that went crazy. She did the killing. She, you know, she went nuts and took the moniker Candyman. Yeah, she's the one who threw her psychiatrist through a fucking window with her with her 107 frame. And I'm like, okay, something's <laughs> up in this universe that the fucking Candyman universe has no idea about physics. No, not at all. So, um, <laughs> he gets jacked up by this dude, and we find out that this guy's name is Ethan Tarrant. Uh, Ethan Tarrant. And, um, he was like, You killed my father. And I'm like, What? How? Because, uh, Priscilla was talking to this dude's dad about the Candyman legend, and, like, it ultimately got him killed for some fucking reason, right? But that's a weird mystery. It makes no sense, right? So, um, Priscilla tries to duck him at the bar, and of course, he orders a single malt because he's a fucking douche. Single malt. Do you have any single malt? If not, I would like a brandy poured into a woman's shoe and then served to me by an Asian woman with one crooked eye. Jesus Christ. Dude, we have two beers. We have regular beer and we have cold beer. Go fuck yourself. So, um, you know, he is jacked up like, like. Ethan's not having it. Ethan tries to beat this dude up in the fucking bar, dog, and he's yelling, "You're next! I will kill you! This is this will not backfire in any way, form, or fashion. I will end your life!" Like, uh, all right. So Priscilla goes into this disgusting ass bathroom, right, to kind of you know, to refresh himself, to, to, to you know, to fix his collar and you know, cleanse his hands and um, wash the 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 the, the pour off of him, and um. You know, he's getting a little nervous because the lights are flickering. I mean, I, I can relate to this. This is the only time I can That's relate fair. to Brazil because I've been in very disgusting dive bathrooms and I'm like, please, God, don't let me fall on the floor because I have to kill myself. But um, a dude gets up out of the toilet. And you're like, man, too, huh? <laughs> so a dude gets out of the toilet and he's like, you know, creeping up on him and shit. It's a regular ass dude though, and like Priscilla's like very very awkward. He's not okay right now. He's like, that's my that's my book there. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Cool. Who brings a book to a bar, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> I'm going to go try to get laid on account of this is New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. So he's in there by himself. And of course, man, Candyman shows the fuck up. And we finally get what we wanted all the first movie, dog. He gets up in that ass. I'm glad somebody told um, Tony Todd to chill with the grunting. Uh, you know what? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. I mean, it does add an extra layer of violence. It does, and I miss it. But I don't want like it. The le- at least not this in the one. bathroom. Not in the bathroom. This one is the one I wanted. It. That was it. All the other ones could have been silent, like he did. But this one was just, the one I wanted. Like, just, <laughs> you know what? It'd have been funny if he was doing it and like the, and like the shoes are squeaking like in the NBA and shit at the same time. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and then that big black guy comes back and like, hey, you know what? I was gonna tell you about it. You know what? I'll tell you later. Yeah, I gotta go. That was a mistake. <laughs> I gotta go. I got you. But he's digging all up in Purcell's ass. I mean, granted, I mean, if anyone deserves the grunts, it's Purcell for goddamn yeah. sure. So we get the <laughs> lamest title card. Oh my god, title card sucked. They let you know it's gonna be garbage. 
<sighs> so we get shots this, in New Orleans. What's up? This whole movie, this whole movie feels like a TV movie. It feels straight to video as fuck. Yeah. Because there's only one movie. There's only one good actor this entire film. Yes. And like, but even like set wise and like camera wise and like just cinematography wise, it feels cheap. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't even done by a major studio. I forgot the name of the fucking studio that did it. I was just like, what is it? Was it this? called Pig or like Plop or? <laughs> I'm uh, sure. <laughs> booty Hole? Sure. <laughs> booty. Bo- he's not even trying to. <laughs> not even trying anymore. <laughs> well, whatever. Welcome to Booty Hole Productions. They probably got better cameras. <laughs> yeah. Next week, we're going to have uh, Annabelle Danger showing up, and then we're going to have Lexington. Jesus. It's going to be great. Then we're going to do Candyman. <laughs> we do all the kinds of movies. So we Polygram. Get... <laughs> Sorry. It was Polygram? Yeah. Poly- really? Yeah. Really? Polygram. That's the, name of the, that's the name of the studio that made this movie. Like the Polygram. lie detector test. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So we get subjected to this ass. I mean, I, I'm sorry, brother. Like, because I was like, is he? What is he? And he's like, he looks like he's Hispanic. The guy that's doing his voice. He, it, it, his last name is Gomez, right? Yeah, but it's 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 the Kingfish. We get subjected to the Kingfish, and we're not. This is not the end of it, dog. It's just <sighs> basically if Gambit fucked the Popeyes lady. Yes. And they had a baby. Like that's what this is. <laughs> It is so, it's so annoying, cause like that's that's like this is what you think of when you want to be funny about New Orleans. It's just this fucking guy, and it's like, yeah, baby, it's the Kingfish, baby. Everybody, come on out here. Now the hook man out here, the boogeyman, but everybody keep your lips sealed. And it, it's it's almost like that the the voice I do when I talk about big titties. It's, it's almost that guy. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost there. I I'm hate trying him. to insinuate. Yeah, I, I hate I hate this guy so much. And I'm like, when are you gonna play the radio, bro? Like, what songs are you playing? There's no songs. It's just him. Yeah, it's, it's just Kingfish in his room doing the, the first ever podcast. Giving exposition and shit. That's all I do. No, he, I'm the Kingfish. He's the first podcaster in the universe. Like this, this is this is how it starts. Just rambling on, dog. Oh, no, I refuse. I no, refuse. it makes sense. No, it makes fucking, sense. Uh, It'll be Big Trouble Little China. He's the first. Podcast. Oh yeah, Jack Barton. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Jack Barton. You're right. It was Jack Barton. This is the end. This is the first guy who's the podcasting troll. <laughs> it's the first fucking alt right right when like just like this is all I do. I talk on the radio. Yeah, like yeah. He he starts like this and then it gets real right wingy after a certain period of time. <laughs> Ever you since Obama really, came in, Mo really Shell took this city down. All the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you mixed with blacks? Shut your mouth, whore. Shut your mouth, bitch! Trying to, in the kitchen. You get famous quicker that way. Um. Yep. Anyway, so we find out that right, uh, Ben. Yeah, right. So, um, Annie, Annie Tarrant, the sister of Ethan. Uh, we find out she's basically the teacher of Dangerous Minds. Like she's mm. she's this nice little white lady who teaches art to like you know uh, underprivileged um you know kids. Black she took kid. the position after the last person went insane. Because she was like the daughter of some weird serial killer and who liked to hunt children. Nice. <laughs> same look. It's the same fucking building. And then like the kids are like, we just, we're here. We fucking. If um, they go missing, no one cares. So I was like, oh shit. Fucking. Um, there's this kid, Matthew, who's basically like literally like another stand in from the kid from the first Candyman. Like this really drowsy, sleepy kid. Nothing against this kid because he's young, but boy, he wasn't, he was not great. He was very vacant. <laughs> he, just, he, he seemed, 
he seemed out of it, man. I don't know if he was he was high or whatnot, but that kid was very vacant, bro. He was like, yeah. I it, took it as the kid was like, he doesn't sleep. He just paints. He looked tired as fuck. That is true. Yeah. But um, he's also being, you know, it's, it's very obvious he's being bullied because he's drawing a vivid picture of Candyman. This is his goddamn problem. Like, is, he, is he, well, who is this guy? Why is he so mad? It's the Candyman. Is he part of your family? Should I call someone? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this should have got expedited to a fucking CPS agent immediately. That looks you want like, me to call somebody right now? That's a red flag. If, I, if I'm a teacher yeah. and I see just a vivid image of a man staring into my soul, fam, with all the composition and, and cross-hatching, fam. Oh, no, this nigga's getting raped. Uh, he's, that's, he's somebody, being, that's somebody's face who was burned into yeah. your memory. This it's dude like, is, nah, nah, this dude nah, was this, inside this kid. We need to, like, yeah, we, we need to. I'm, I'm giving this, this guy. Yeah, I'm giving this to the police. This is going to go on TV. This shit right here, fam. This is, this is a problem. <laughs> Somebody should put this guy in jail and then put the jail on top of him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we find out, you know, Annie gets alerted that her brother Ethan goes to jail and shit, right? So, um, mm. we meet our detectives, Pam and Ray. Now, Pam and Ray, I feel like they shorthand these dudes so well in like the shortest amount of time. Cause like mm. we're at Purcell's crime scene where his, his, his ass meat and blood was all just left on the fucking ground and shit. And like Pam is just dead focused on the crime scene. So Ray comes in, you gonna move in here? And she's like, no, nah, I'm just trying to figure out these clues and shit. And then we see Ray check himself, like literally walk all into the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Steps all on the blood and everything just to check himself in the mirror. So we realize who's the good cop, who's the bad cop. Right out the fucking gate. Right out the gate. So um, excellent quick shorthand, dog. So we roll over to um, Annie's mom, um, rich-ass mom, Octavia, mm. uh, who's a well-to-do. You know, the, the, the Toronto are a rich family. Let's get that out the way. They're rich as fuck, right? Yeah, and Octavia. money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the oldest of money. The oldest of money. They made their money like everyone else who has money nowadays. Yeah. So um, she has this like vanity mirror that she has like a lock and key, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure that's gonna be a thing later. It is. Um, and we find out that she has cancer, right? And I, I, I kind of laughed to myself. I was like, I hope this comes back up later in the movie. Looking at you, the room. What kind of money? <laughs> I'm cancer. But it, it comes up again. Thank God. Like what like, kind of. Ethan, what kind of money, Ethan? Oh, dude, Ethan was borderline Denny. <laughs> he was on who? He was in Denny territory, fam. Can Manny? Can Candyman come out and play? <laughs> God, just laying in bed with the fucking mom. Oh my God, this movie's so much better now. <laughs> it's better than the room. I'll, I'll give it that. Barely. Yes. Barely. Yes. Barely. The same Barely. way, like the same way, like four is bigger than five. Or like, (laughs) 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 fucking Christ! So, um, they go to the jail to go see uh to see Ethan, and we find out that Annie has a husband. His name is Paul. I thought it was Treat Williams. It's not. It's a poor man's Treat Williams. That's rough. It's not Treat Williams, fam. It looks just like him. I know, but it's it's literally the like you know it's bad when you gotta get the bargain basement of the substitute fam. That's rough. God, dude, the I, the whole. I thought t- I saw. The, oh, that's where I've seen him before. Okay, who is he? Who is he? Was, he? he was the bad guy in a uh, fucking Beverly Hills Cop three. <laughs> that's what he was. Damn. <laughs> cool. So we got yeah. Paul, and I'm okay. The whole time I was ready for a plot. That Paul was fucking Octavia. Because the mom really likes Paul. She really approves of Paul. 
And like, yeah. and he makes another weird line later, and we're gonna talk about it. I, I swore it was gonna be like a, a plot device where they're fucking to earn Paul's death. I thought it was about money. Like there was a part of me that wanted this to be about money. It, it, it it's not. It's about something it's else. But we'll yeah. we'll get to that. And, and a, a part of me is kind of like okay, but they didn't lean into it, um, which I wish they would have. But of course they wouldn't because the yeah. director moving on. We'll get to it. We'll get to this guy. So we find out that um, Annie can't get to get, he can't she can't get through to Ethan. She's trying to talk to him, get him to explain what the fuck is going on. He's being tight lipped about the whole deal, even confessing to the crime. He's like, "Fuck it, I did it. This yeah. is for the best." And um, you know, Annie's picking up on it. It's like you're trying to punish yourself, for, you know, for Dad's death and shit. You blame yourself, bop bop bop. Um, and then we find out on the inside because uh, Ray is like watching this whole thing because he's being a piece of shit. He's breaking the rules. He's not supposed to be observing this conversation. Because he wants to bury this motherfucking, this rich fuck Ethan so yeah. bad. This piece of shit, rich, cocksucking motherfucker. And um, real chip on his shoulder. And like Pam was like, what are you doing in here? Like, why are you doing this? He's like, nah, I know fuckers like him. So he was, he's been abused by rich people. Yeah. And think they're better than me. And have my father working at 14 hour days. <laughs> you fucking hate him. You fucking hate him. But we find out there's been a string of hook murders. So they're like, okay, well, that's weird. But why would his dad be like on the list of like? Because there's other people who died before, uh, you know, his dad, right? So whatever. I got mad because we cut back to our boy Kingfish, and um, I wanted I wanted to murder something because he was like, uh, to, to the hook man out there, you need to just chill, relax, have some gumbo or something. Fool this man, because that'll that'll stop the killings. Right, good old pot of gumbo. Whenever I, I want to just you know, rain terror and spread the message of my lynching across the universe. Uh, you know what? A good a good plate of gumbo would have slowed me down. It would have actually. It always helps. It'll slow me down. Murderous. Yeah, it, it'll slow me down for like four hours. Yeah. But beyond that, I get the itis. Is that what you mean? Like just going. I mean, that'd be dope. To oh yeah, I would do that. I would actually. I would actually go to New Orleans, threaten violence on the entire city, and just make them cook for me. Mm-hmm. That's win win. Getting that yeah. good, that good food. Oh, also, fuck you, Kingfish. I went to, I went to the good schools. Shut the fuck up. Good schools. I went to the good schools. I hated the king. Every time he showed, I wanted to murder him. He's just like he's not helpful. <sighs> he's just, he's, he's just there to like remind you that it's New Orleans because there's so many white people here. And then like, yeah, that's what it is. And just I gotta come in here and give you the <laughs> fuck off. I'm sorry. Moving on. So we find out that boy, uh, this is this weird Mardi Gras. Oh, even when he like name dropped the title, I was mad. Like, y- do y'all know what carnival means? Farewell to the flesh. I like that. Like, what, nigga? So, you know, Paul's a chef. Whatever. Th- that's a thing. There's, there's really no point to this. Because like, cause he, made a mo- he, he made a comment, like, hey, quit being so sad. You know, like, you know, you, you, you got a nice life, you got a good job, you got a hot husband, your mom thinks I'm hot. I'm like, what the fuck? You see, he starts kissing her face after he said that. I'm like, okay, so you're fucking the mom, right? It's gross. And then he walks away for a bit. We get like a, a weird jump scare from the Black Klansman, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, y'all got to see this scene if you ain't seen it. It's it's a I'm bothered by it because it's like, did you have to have, because they, they hired a guy with the biggest um, Monstars, black lips they could find. And it was like, we're going to cut it out through a white sheet, and you're just going to smash them bitches into that mirror and scare the fuck out of everybody. And then I want you to smear those big 
greasiest sausage nigga lives across the fucking <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> trying to make a movie, right? You're not That's trying right. to say something, are you? Right, uh, I'm kind of in my feelings right now, man. I, I appreciate the gig, but All right, thank you. shut up. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Do I oh, say anything? Oh, oh, oh no. That was that I was very hey, upset. Hey that, Bill, man, maybe we should like think this one more time. I don't think this is a good idea. These jump scares are trash that. though. But it, 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 it like all the jump scares, all the like the creepy, ominous things are all just coincidences. They have nothing to do with Candyman's influence over the city. Like everything they do is just a waste of time. And like this was one of them. And then there's oh, like Okay. Then there's like cr- sets down. Then there's like crowds, there's like this, this couple fucking upstairs, and, and then like somebody said do to do earlier, and I guess they fuck. I don't know. But like back back, back at the house, we found out, you know, Annie is also a painter, right? Yeah. Should be a connection there, but it's not. There's just a goofy jump scare of Paul, just like, hey, I just, sorry, I know that's forced, but I'm just here to talk to you because you both live in this house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how, you know how it is. Sometimes your husband just kind of sneaks up on you and scares the shit out of you. Yeah, but ba- helps ba- with the erections. <laughs> Jesus, basically, uh, she's looking through like old photos, and she has memories of this older house that they used to live in. Um, mm-hmm. The the dad and everybody when they were all together as a family, and they wanted to go see it, and they do, and it is a whole trap house. Drugs are coming in, possibly back out through this building here. It is. There's a lot going on with this building. Um, it's got a lot of history. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch antebellum vibes from it because it was like, I don't know if it was like a set that they built, um, but it was supposed to be an antebellum style house. But like, I didn't, I didn't catch the vibes from that. Mm. It was like a big dirty ass house, but um, it's complete with meth heads, a couple of dope fiends in there. That was nice. Um, and of course, this is your room, Annie? Yeah, it's my room. It's a great view. Huh? What is that? Oh, just the slave quarters. Okay. So y'all, y'all, Moving on. So y'all just y'all just left them up, huh? Yep. Okay. Daddy said never to go over there. Right. Because the because of, of the nigga ghost. Because there's just there was oh, there's some grudge, bro. First of all, we're gonna talk about it in a bit, guys. A lot of questions about the slave quarters. A <laughs> lot of questions. A lot of angry, upset. Well, we'll get to it. Also, terribly built. Um, set for that for the slave quarters because it was underground. It looked like a mud hut. I don't know what happened with this. Even I guess or just bad the, set design. Is the river right next to it? Like, Ge- like geography's weird. Immediately next to it. I don't know because that that because when it yeah because I don't know if it's just shit set design because I I because I, I remember looking like is it a slave quarter like is it on the is ground it, like how many floors there's there's like, levels yeah, to it. Like, the slave quarters is forty is forty feet deep. Like, I mean, I get sea levels trash. I get that. So did, just, yeah, did but, it sink? Was it was there another battle that happened before this? Or was just, <laughs> did, the, did they just have like one layer up top to make it look like it was shanty? And then down below, there's like um, underground bunkers and stuff where everyone lived because it's like the landhill. Who knows, bro? <sighs> Whatever. Just, I got mad at this part though, because she goes like further into the house, and, there's, and then then there, do we have to get our forced Candyman themed graffiti? Mm-hmm. And there's always the question of who's doing this, who's doing this. That should have been the movie. I feel like that should have been the movie. That'd have been nice. Like, 
Who's like, doing this? The disciples of Candyman, you know? The followers of Candyman, his church. Yeah, like the people who actually are like purposely getting the word out. Because like that, that's the only thing about Candyman that always irked me. It's like he has an agenda. Right. But like he'll kill indiscriminately just for the fuck of it because you're calling him. So it's like, is he is he just is he just Which would make more sense in the like the random ass killings that keep happening. And it's like, where are all these killings coming from? How does this keep happening? And it would make sense, like a disciple would show up say the name and then and then like have the last person say it the last time it's something because i know like, i know i don't even that, that's still a hard watch. movie to do to try to make sense of this but it's yeah. just it's just it's just it's weird because it's like okay so you just murder everybody who calls you but then if you come across somebody who's like important to you then you just take a side quest what the fuck basically i guess so all right you then have them gather items and like sex with him a little bit i guess either way what's funny is like all the fucking slideshow slides that were in the presentation purcell had are all painted in this house yeah same guy mm-hmm. so this is where he started this is where he like he was here and then purcell showed up and was like hi i was wondering if you could do it to painting for me no they they probably worked like like purcell actually probably worked closely with the dad and the dad took those pictures for him like like in an easier shorthand way kind of thing like like purcell and that guy were doing the research and probably working together to get more information and that's what started the dude to st- uh, the dad to start digging for our situation later in the movie you know because Priscilla probably reached out to him because they found you so know. like yeah so there's a thing here at the house where like and I've noticed about Paul Paul has either Asperger's <laughs> or something wrong with his brain that he doesn't react to things like like the jump scare like hey I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. That's how he does it. Like, it's bad do you want to have? Yeah. Do you want to have sex? It's a terrible act. But but the the true anger that I saw, the true emotion, is when the two guys are fucking with Paul's car. Yeah. And it, then he's like, "Hey!" But still didn't fully follow through. He, all he did was like hit the little yeah. a little. Ooh, like, ah, beep, beep. <laughs> he ain't about that action, bro. That's, that's, that's all we're learning. He's like he looks he looks like he's a. The the great 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 grandson of the guy from Boss Nigga, but he's he's not about that action. He's not about that action at all. But um, yeah. So I, I gotta give a shout out to the one the one painting of Candyman, like standing on a goddamn mountain of skulls, fucking. But uh, I put in my notes why, why, why though? Because they didn't have a van to paint it on the side of. Also, like I feel like they, f- y'all just couldn't go back to Chicago because I, I really feel like they forced New Orleans on us. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Really do. Shout out to New Orleans though. But uh, and he returns to school. We see that that Matthews get into fisticuffs, which isn't like a real fight because he's still able to hold a whole painting in his hand without, uh, I mean, a whole drawing in his hand and keep it intact without squeezing it. But this other lady couldn't break up the fight. (laughs) So so Matthew's strong, bro. Matthew got some skills, bro. Hold off a whole child with one hand, bro. Come on now. But um, of course, there's more pictures of can- of this guy running from fucking pursuers now, and it's like, help him. Yeah, something's wrong. Parent-teacher <laughs> conference ASAP. Something's wrong at home. Something needs to be done because this child is having visions or like he's drawing this from somewhere. Yeah, either his memory or something he's seen. Right. So like. There has to be something like you have to go investigate this right now. Even even the teacher from from the ring was like, "Hey, this little creepy ass kid is creepy as fuck." Right? Look like, at this shit. Like fucking, <laughs> what's her face from Friday the th- uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street? She's like, "Yeah, okay, I, something has to be done about this kid, this weird John Doe kid." It's like, 
Yeah, something. Let's go and let's just take everyone on a road trip. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's work. You know, moving on. So, um, you know, everyone knows about the legend of Candyman, right? Mm-hmm. Said, you guys really believe that shit? They show all their faces like we're not gonna say it. We do believe in this shit. We ain't stupid. And she's like, I'll prove it's not real, and fucks herself up, dog. You, you know you make a mistake when you say Candyman five times and you and literally laugh nervously every fucking time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't have to prove that shit. And then like a bee shows up and dies. I I was I thought it was funny because like she got done and it's like, see, nothing happened. And there's literally a thunderclap. <laughs> and then there's bees like buzzing louder and louder. I know. And then and then her and Matthew longingly look out the window, like, this is class still. Like, what do we what is that? <laughs> Are y'all fucking? What y'all doing? I think Matthew's fucking Andy, bro. Like, yeah, no, no. Sasha yeah. put her hand on his shoulder and they just. I want to see the painting he's drawing at home. <laughs> so, whatever. All we know is um, Annie and Paul about to fuck at dinner because their their conversations don't really exist. They just talk for two seconds and kiss. And that's it. So they getting their fuck on, and then <laughs> that's how um, they transition. They kiss at the end of it. Yeah, er, yeah. Every time they move scenes, they kiss, and then like something happens. That's funny. It's almost like Aquaman with explosions, but yep. it's them and kissing. So, like, Paul's ready for round two, I guess. But shout out to Paul. He's ready to fuck again, but he's all about, like, the, the long game for a play because he's going to, he's like, he's going to give his dick time to, you know, come back to life. So he's making some dessert, getting some wine ready. Shout out to Paul, man. Paul, Paul, Paul understands his limits. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, she gets in front of her mirror again in the bathroom. She's by her fucking self. Candyman shows the fuck up. And I could not stop laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. But the blubbering bitch crying coming from fucking Annie of like, oh, I fucked up. It's like, yeah, yeah, bitch, you fucked up. And like she, she, you know, of course, she thought she's about to get hooked all through the the, the booty cheeks to the back of her fucking head as she should have. But Candyman had fucking plans for her because there's there's a now. okay. Here's my biggest issue with Candyman's... He did have fucking plans. He did have plans. He had some fucking plans. But, like, here's my biggest issue with uh, Candyman. Um, I love Tony Todd. Um, yeah. He does as much as he can with this fucking character as, as possible. But, but, like, just like my, my issue with the first Candyman movie, I feel like he'll say shit and it just don't mean a goddamn thing until it's all done. Because he talks in segments and it mm-hmm. makes no fucking sense... But his actions don't really make fucking sense either because it's like, I'm going to haunt you. You're going to help me. I'm going to tell you my story, but I'm going to like ruin everything. I get my point across, kind of, but my end goal never makes sense. Yep. Like he got his point across, but I don't know what the goal was. And he'll, he'll just say shit to her. And I'm just like, what? It sounds great in a vacuum. I thought it was. So I thought it would have been clearer had it been the same as last time where it's like, he wanted to he wanted to create another family. That plan was ruined. Okay. So part two would be him trying again to create a new family. No, because right? that I mean that's problematic because he, he his his goal will all always be to snatch up a white chick. That's not a good look. Uh even though it happened anyway. For even these two happen anyway. But like this one, this one's a little different. But I still wasn't clear on his end goal. But this one, this one's a little bit different. There's something to this, but it's going to be me digging and doing what I do, bro. But um, he doesn't kill her, man. He's like, <laughs> I just put him on notes. He says dope shit and give her small flashes of what happened to him. 
And Annie's just sobbing like a like a fucking ass, bro. And he's like, I'm gonna take you on a journey. I'm like, what? So he just teleports and starts choking the fuck out of Paul. She runs outside. Paul is Paul is doomed. Paul's doomed. And whew. Paul gets stabbed through the back, right? Yep. And I kind of laughed. It's supposed to be terrifying, but this this spurt of blood flies out of Paul and goes right into uh, Andy's mouth. And I was like, that that was suggestive. <laughs> That's what, uh, like, see, the grunts would have made more sense. No, the grunts been horrific. That'd have been terrible. I'm glad there was no grunts <laughs> on that because it definitely it looked like a whole money shot, fam. I would have recut that. I would have recut that. That looked that didn't look right, fam. That didn't nah, look I right. Bigger, bigger, bigger shot. I've seen too much porn, fam. That face, neck, and chest. Also, also, like I gotta look at her sideways because the way she caught it was weird. I was just like, mm, this is. I don't know how I feel about any of this. I don't know how I feel about any of this. No, shit. oh, it's in my eyes. Meanwhile, as he's as he as he's hollowing out Paul, he is not breaking eye contact with Annie at all. Annie is just helpless, bro. Oh, jeez. Body slams Paul. He's pegging Paul. <laughs> She's the cook this time. Body slams fucking Paul, dog. And then she goes after him and like digs in the candy man's face. And of course, it's full of bees. Full of goddamn bees. It's a pretty decent effect. I wish they put actual nostrils on the fake face. That'd have been nice. Yep. Stay in the stay in the moment. But it is what it is. Uh, you know, Candyman talks more shit, and that's the end of it, dog. And she goes to the cops and tells the truth. And that doesn't go well because poor Pam is just like, okay, bitch. Yeah. How about somebody from Mardi Gras dressed up as a crazy person? Nope. Okay. Just real ghost. Gotcha. So what about my brother? This obviously exonerates him because somebody killed Paul in the same way they killed Purcell. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. This hook-related death has nothing to do with this hook-related death. Right. And if that's the case, then you did it. You are the murderer. You strong ass little little white bitch. It's like you 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 pick the this. only way we do murders is the person who's standing nearest. That's it. I mean, Ray's trash. Yeah, well, it puts you on the list. Like, no, it doesn't. No, no it, it doesn't, doesn't, Ray. You're a terrible Not cop. Not at all. You're the dirtiest of, of all, cops. The mere fact that you have to put a hook through someone, put anything, put a knife through someone, it takes strength. And it's like I know Annie's crazy, but nobody's that crazy to like. No, that's a lot of work. Punch a whole head, a whole fist through somebody. No, that's a lot of fucking work, especially with that type of hook. That's a lot of goddamn work. Have you tried pulling? You ever tried just breaking like a like like something wrapped up in plastic with your bare hands? It's, it, it, it's effort, right? It's, whatever, guys. Fuck off. So like, like I'm saying, like they don't have no concept of physics at all because no. he's like Ray's just like yeah, she did it. She's she's the murderer now. She drove a crane in there and used the crane to fucking move it on. So, like, Octavia gets Annie, right? And Annie has all these questions, and Octavia's, like, being a little weird. Kind of stonewalling, kind of, kind of dodging some questions, looking hella sus. There was something else here where, why does she have so many keys and locks and alarms? Like, she was expecting someone to come. Yeah. Yep. Because, like, I, I never got that, like. No, she she because she she was always in fear of the Candyman from jump because oh, okay. that was a new that was a new alarm system because the killings just started happening. Then the husband died. It's like it was getting a little too close, so she was doing what she could, which is still stupid because it's a it's a fucking ghost. It's a goddamn ghost. But um, can't go through doors. It's Mardi Gras now, y'all. Thanks, thank you, Kingfish, for letting us know. It's Mardi hey. Gras. It's the day, y'all. That's right. 
Get drunk. Get fat. Get fucked. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, didn't he? Because like it's probably radio. <laughs> It's like I feel yeah, like I, I feel it. I feel like he improvised that and then forgot they supposed to be on radio. It was like, yeah, I said it. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Can't say that f word on <laughs> fucking public radio. Kingfish, no dump button. This is this is this is roll with it. The, the, the producer Listen here, Glenn. Listen here, Glenn. <laughs> producer probably just blackout drunk. He's just like, yeah, it's alright, baby. Go on and do. He probably cajun as fuck. Can't understand what he's saying. He's like, right, baby, we're gonna do on way on there with those cuts on one now. You know, get out of here, but you give me all the kingfish, and then Mumbling Joe is the producer. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Gumbo Joe. It's Gumbo Joe. It's Gumbo Joe. It's Gumbo Joe. Kingfish. Go out here, Gumbo Joe. Hulu form. Like what? <laughs> Pull some air too on her back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I never lived on the Cajun side, man. So it's kind of like it's, it's hard to do. I, I, I'm I'm upsetting a lot of my family. Shout out to uh, I know, I know, shout out my boy Mo Lavar, who's actually from New Orleans. Oh, okay. It sounds like a regular ass person because that's how we talk over there, like regular fucking people for the most part. Right? Jesus Sorry. Christ! Like he like every now and then he would be like, "Whoa, nah!" Like he, he but it's always he uses it for I, his own gain. Honestly, I'm I'm hoping that just the Kingfish is just a persona. It is like shut the fuck. You no, know, he just. He's just after he turns the mic off. He's like, "Well, back to my family to make sure that they're well fed." <laughs> we <laughs> Annie, Annie went to sleep, went to sleep, right? And she wakes up. She sees Candyman, and he's like, "Bitch, uh, swallow your horror mm-hmm. and sing a song of misery." Like that. That. That's what I'm like. The the fuck are you talking about? Like it sounds dope, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, woo, devil nigga, woo. But like, the fuck are you saying? Like, like what? Like stop, talk to me, bro. Like stop, stop telling me metal lyrics, fam. And just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he like murders the fuck out of the mom, like slashes her neck. But it's just a dream. I was like, ah, it's too bad, because I wanted that kill to be real. That was dope. Blood just flying into the window, dog. But no, it's a dream. Um, and uh, two of the students pull up to tell him that you know fucking Matthew's missing, right? And that's scary. So she's gonna like go into like this is where we get more B B shot roles of actual black people um in like the hood of New Orleans, like the hood sections of New Orleans. And um I hated this B roll footage because like they don't know what the fuck's going on. They're just there, just living. Yeah. And it's just like like one one of those sweet old lady sees a camera like what? And just <laughs> makes direct eye contact and just gets shy and tries to leave. But um I love how nobody wants Sandy around. Nope. Because you know, I'm just trying to help. Yeah, yeah, you go fuck. No, 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 no. Fucking ask the Native Americans what happened the last time white people come to help. So there was this one guy who was like, he just had like a bead necklace and a do rag, but like his credit was thug. And I was like, how? Why? He was just a guy. (laughs) Could like even Mike, like the script I'm writing, even the non-essential characters have names. Give them names. It doesn't take much. He, but he was it was nothing thuggish about him. He was just like, bitch, what do you like, want? Yeah, like, why would you like just random thug? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so we find out that uh cause she's trying to help, and luckily um the Reverend Ellis overhears. Yeah. Trying to help with what? And then like we find out Reverend Ellis is actually the father of Matthew. Shout out to the guy that plays Reverend Ellis, that's Radio Raheem from Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Um a bunch of other shit. God damn it, what else was he in? He was in something that we talked about. Because he passed away um, not too long ago. Spot? Oh, yeah. 
He was Robbie from Spider Man. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Talking about Spider Man. This dude's the best, man. He's like the only actor in this whole fucking movie, man. Yeah. Straight up. Like he's the only real actor in this whole fucking thing, man. That is and it's like he's he's not in the movie very much, which no. is kind of sad. But he's he's there to deliver the plot and to move this fucking piece of shit along. Cause he shows he shows her the uh studio of her son. I mean of his son. And it's uh mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Pretty dark in there. Yeah. Cause he, even he didn't really take a good look. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Huh? You think we should call somebody or something? Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Cause this guy's touching him. I was like, nah. So yeah. it's heavy candy man shit. There's a skull in there for some dumbass reason, I guess motif. And he goes to the jail to talk to Ethan more about this shit, right? And she's like, I fucked up. I said it. And he's like, God damn it, bitch! You had one job. <laughs> What did you do? I brought him. I brought him my way, man. I fucked up. And um, you know, Ethan finally explains a little bit more about what happened with the Candyman and his dad. And we find yep. out that the dad was on a mission to destroy Candyman. Oh, what? All right. Okay. The fuck? Hey, there's a guy named Thibodeau. I'm gonna go see Thibodeau. Don't go see Thibodeau. Why'd you tell about Thibodeau? Whatever you do, do not move this plot along. Don't go to the guy I told you about. All right, you gonna go? All right, that's fine. Um, and we and we and we find Thibodeau, don't we? Yep. And Thibodeau's like, in the middle of about to about to. I, I I'm assuming have sex. He's a gross old man, and he's getting um he's getting syrup, little like like snow cone syrup, getting licked off his arm by a chick dressed as a. Oh, it's my favorite. No wonder I like this guy. A redheaded uh uh Cleopatra. Well, who who is he? He looks He's familiar. The bartender. He's the bartender from Back to the Future. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. He was like, I get my arm licked, sign me up. Yep. He, he was interesting. He was an interesting character. Thibodeau, that guy. Honore. Honore Thibodeau. Honore. God damn. Jesus. You have to be a little racist with that name. There's, there's no way. So, you know, Annie's trying to figure out, what, you know, you know, she's trying to, like, get find out who Thibodeau is. He's playing coy, like, he doesn't know who that person is. And she mentions, you know, she, she name drops uh, her dad. So he goes in to help her, right? And uh, he, he delivers more exposition and shit. And we see, like, this giant fucking painting that Daniel Robitaille did. And um, also very ballsy to paint this white lady and then paint himself painting her in the mirror. Though. That's very ballsy. I mean. Cause that's grounds for getting killed in its own in its right own there. self. That's, yeah, that's all right. There was enough to be like, the fuck is this for? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, but you know, they got the whole theme. He died for love. They, they're still trying to romanticize uh, this whole situation and like to, to, you know, not so much look at the the realism of it all. Then away. it would have made more sense if like the painting had been like the object, right? Destroy the painting and then the curse is broken. No, because Candyman destroyed the painting. Whatever, bro. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, basically, we find out that the mirror is the weakness for some fucking reason. And, uh, also, bombshell, uh, Daniel Robotype was born in New Orleans. <gasps> okay. But didn't he die in Chicago? I thought, yeah, didn't he die in Cabrini Green? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. He was the son of a slave. He was not a didn't, slave. Yeah, he, he was the son of a slave. He yeah. was a. He was a well-off painter whose father was rich. Yeah, because he he had him. He made an invention when he was a slave, and he was able to make make money off it when he got free. Because he was right. like Daniel Robitaille was born free in the first movie. 
So he was a free man who was murdered. Yeah. And not a slave that was a painter who was murdered. Yeah. Murder for the same reason. Bill. Are you trying? Like, the- they, they, they forced New Orleans on us. Yeah. Bill Condor, the guy who brought you Breaking Dawn, the Twilight Saga. Really? You, his racistness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Same director. Nice. So, um, but whatever. There's bees. There's a flashback popping up and shit. And like Thibodeau's like, you know, been swatting away bees this whole time. Uh, that's because Candyman's in the fucking building, bro. And mm. um, he's hiding under a sheet because that's funny. <laughs> he moves his sheet and like, man, high def is funny because like, oh man, the boy got his hair relaxed. So can't Candyman rises up with with freshly permed hair and he just like just rises out of the fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's all I can think about when I saw this here. Fuck me up for a second. It's like, man, why, 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 why even Candyman got go get a process? That's fucked up. Yeah. Have your natural hair, brother. Moving on. So, um, natural juices and Betty's. No. Yeah, man. <laughs> At the minimum, you you in the afterlife? You couldn't find your ancestors to hook you up. Moving on. Yeah. You're too busy chasing these white women. Um. Basically, he Bukaki's the face of uh, Thibodeau with bees, which was pretty pretty baller. That was a dope attack. Something new. Also, why? Oh, you know what? I know why. I know why. Because um, I, I, initially, I was like, why is he just killing everyone that's in the vicinity of Annie? But I forgot that like he's technically leading her to these conclusions and then just you know caps it off with some murder because I guess he's preoccupied with not killing anybody else who's seeing Candyman in the mirror, so he's just right. adding his body count. But... uh. Thibodeau doesn't get the hook. He just gets a face full of fucking bees and, and, a, and a javelin throw through a wall for good measure, which I thought was funny. I felt like the metal sheet, wall, the little metal wall, like skinned his face a bit, or it could have been just the bee I, attack. I was thinking about that wall being made out of aluminum. Yeah, it tore his face up. That, but then when like, um, what's his face, Ray? Oh, Ray's Ray. outside, and like. He grabs Tubido and then pulls him down. And oh, he finishes the job. Yeah. Finishes the job, but then makes the hole bigger. And I'm like, how did you? Is this wall made out of very soft metal? Is that what happened? It's made out of Coke cans. <laughs> okay. Is that what it is? It's one, big, feel like, it's one big Bud Light can. I don't know. Movie's weird. Because uh, like then he's going to pin the murder on her, on Annie. Yeah, because Annie's he's on the run. This. And it's like, how, the, how, how would I, did Annie cross kick this nigga across? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Is she Shang-Chi? <laughs> She fucking just, she got the ten rings. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only fucking way. Ray's an idiot. And um, man, Annie, her, Annie running away from Candyman in the street is the worst acting shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, dog. She's she's awful. She's awful. Why did she go take a shower? I'm confused. Because we got to see underboob. Yeah, that's it. And she has to rub her tummy and be like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." Oh yeah, because uh, by the way, like uh, Candyman's like, "Yeah, bitch, you're pregnant." By the way, enjoy that. Um, so fuck Kingfish because he comes back in and he's like, Hey, I don't want no knife before, I don't want to eat with my hands. I'm the Kingfish, baby. So, um, and he just goes to Reverend Ellis because we need to like wrap this shit the fuck up, right? Yeah, and Reverend Ellis has slave records just hanging around, just in the church because the church kept slave records, slave birth records. 
And and the paper, the paper, you can just grab that paper and just rustle it around. Yeah. Because it's some strong ass paper, bro. Meanwhile, the comic book you had from 1962 left out in the open just dissipated. Well, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, so sure. Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. Right? So Annie finds out through this slave paperwork that exists. This is, this is, this is a lot. Because that's the record. At the church. Have, at the church. That makes uh, sense. Now I think at, about at it, least, that's, uh, well, that's, where you, that's where the church would keep track of its tithes. And, the, and its members of congregation. I guess. I guess. No, like for sure. I know. I know some things, and my church has records, or it did have records, or it still does have records. Hmm. I don't know. It, it knows a lot. Either way, this is dumb. This is this is a little far fetched for me, but you know, she I, learns. I totally bought that. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I was just like, whatever. Let's end this movie. And she learns that you know Daniel Robitaille was actually a slave owned by her family. I'm like, good god. I should, you should have seen this coming. Like, at this point, I would have felt like that should have been the thing. Like, he's crossing off names of the people who murdered him. Right. That should have been the thing. And then, like, the last names. So he's ending the bloodlines of the people who put, who put, him, who put this curse on him. He's more so ending the bloodlines of people who chose to hide it. But right. he shouldn't have killed the dad. But the dad wanted to destroy him, though. Right. So it's kind of like, but it, it's not, it's just, you know, like the, the bodies there, don't like always add needs, up. Like there needs to be a, like, there's something missing from this movie that like, he doesn't have a thing. you doing this? Candyman, Candyman, Candyman has a message, but he never kills with like, a, like his, his thing, his kills aren't themed. His kills make no sense to a certain, because right. it's indiscriminate. Cause you, right. you could be, you could be brother number one, fucking uh, Huey P. Newton scholar, the whole nine. And fuck around and say his shit five times and you're dead. And it's like, okay, well, what the fuck was that? Like, shouldn't have, shouldn't have called me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> keep my name out your mouth, but tell everyone. But keep, but keep my name out. Tell your everyone, mouth. but don't say it out loud. Like what? So um. So she goes. You know, she goes to the. This is unnecessary because like it, we already had enough. Yeah. But she had to go to the graveyard on. Two, I'm like, bitch, you only have a day, and you seem to be going on foot everywhere. Like New Orleans ain't that small. No, but she goes to the cemetery because it's, you have to. It's New Orleans. You got to see the the above ground graves, and Daniel Robitaille's graves right there by Caroline, his chick. And then we find out that uh, they had a baby, Isabel. And then we find out that Isabel is the great great grandmother. That also is bullshit because you tell him. So in your story, the character that was a slave and that was murdered got a grave site next to his beloved white woman. In this time that there were slaves, this is something that happened. Here's the deal. I'm um I, when I, I not more than thirty years ago, we wouldn't even be able to sit at the same fucking counter. You had these two people next to each other. The only reason I, I just went on along with it was like I was like, well, if he died in Chicago, then she could have been like, Oh, Daniel Robertai was white. Cause like and ah. it's just a symbolic grave versus actual grave. But like you would think everything happened in New Orleans the way they fucking doing this goofy ass shit. Right. Moving on. This is dumb. Uh, so, like, Ray is... It's, t- it's time for Ray to die. It's time for Ray and Ethan to die. Because Ray is just like, your sister did this shit. He's showing them photos of, of the crime that just happened. And he's grilling Ethan. You're protecting her. And he's like, makes no sense. How? And he's like, you know what? Let me call your buddy then. He's like, slams him against the mirror and calls Candyman. Candyman wastes no time. Candy, I've never seen Candyman show up so fast in my life. 
Like he was waiting for this guy. He was, he was like, oh, finally, like, good. Give me this one. This one's mine. I mean, he uppercutted that hook in his asshole. Just <laughs> <laughs> there was some grunting on this one. There was grunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws this motherfucker. He eats him through a window, dog. And I'm like, God damn. I love this kill. This is a great kill. Just fuck that guy. Yeah. Ray was annoying. But then and Ethan, then the- dumb ass. Dumb Again, ass. I said the same thing when Helen did this shit. Why did you run? Just stay Why there. did you run? You're white. Stay still. Yeah. Be still. Show Call that show your that, privilege. Show that as you a have shield. You don't you don't have you don't have Nantoseken powers, nigga. You not you know you can't slice you flesh with your fingers, bro. Right? What did you where's the hook? Where did I lift him with my mind? <laughs> mind quad. No, nah, but um fucking he runs out. Pushes the cop out the way to like run for his life, which like a part of me understands to being scared, but um, you know, tell the cop, yeah. do something. He gets shot in the back, falls on the all ground, way. hands on your be- hands on the back of your head, on the ground, face down, and be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And then like the cop comes in, and he might still shoot you, <laughs> but- maybe, but but try harder. Like running wasn't gonna help, but he he gets Running's shot. Running's not an option right now. I, lo- I love. I love the squib showing like his heart exploded, like he was done. <laughs> then he just goes down the stairs, turns into another guy, then turns back into himself and dies, which is pretty neat. I ain't, I ain't know he was a shapeshifter, dog, but um, it's part of his magic powers, it's a plot point. Yeah, it's a plot point. So um, you know, Annie slips into her mom's room to like uh, you know, I like how she breaks in and just easily hits the little keypad and just keeps moving, and um, she looks through the the, the locked. Vanity thing and the keys right on top of the lock. Like, I, it's dumb, but whatever. She, it's like she does all this confirming for no reason. We know what's going on. Because you already went to the gravesite. Movie had she not. Like you already went to the gravesite. Goddamn, like you know it. But she just confirms it by looking at the fucking picture, and um, it confirms that she's related to Candyman. And then like, um, while this is happening, Pam gets on Annie's side because she sees. The videotape of uh, mm-hmm. Ray getting his back dug out from an invisible beast, which is uh, pretty terrifying to see. She she takes it on the chin, but shows no one else. Yeah, she keeps it to herself. Which I'm like, why? Tell no the whole snitching. force. Tell the whole force so they can stop hunting. I don't know. If she was just okay with the. I don't know. Because oh. it's like you either have to go with the fact that Annie is a serial killer who can kill people indiscriminately which is something sound enough and in reality or ghosts are real <laughs> but you got a you got a video of it irrefutable Doctor, evidence fake no nah. irrefutable moon evidence landing. moon landing no nah. <laughs> it's <was> fake video <laughs> made that up so Annie confronts Octavia for being a piece of shit trying to hide the fact that she has a black relative yeah. and that's when I was like oh that's, that's what is. this is about denying relations to black people because of the whole slave shit and fucking the slaves and that's not a good look and just you know erase that bloodline oh that's the theme that doesn't really exist that's in here like that's the that's the problem that's the rub that's the journey that's why he's like see what happened to me mm-hmm. but he meant not the bees part but just the whole part that like I had a kid and they uh just acted like I wasn't there I guess I don't know it's Candyman shows up to shut the shit down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. He kills Octavia. I'm like, thanks. Because she's denying the fuck out of him. He's like, yo, you deny me, bitch. Gut. Right through the back. Not a lot of gusto on this one. No. Just, eh. 
That's enough. She just, has cancer. She's just already, a tip on her. Yeah, she's already on her way out. And she dies. She sounds the alarm. Like, oh, I can feel the cancer with this. No. Wow. She sounds the alarm. And I don't know why she did that. And she just says sorry and dies. Pam comes in with the assist, right? She's like, look, I saw what happened. I don't know how I thought to come here and at your house, but mm-hmm. you can escape now. And uh, oh, I guess the radio, they probably radio, whatever. This is yeah. dumb. Whatever. She runs Crazy through all the money. Bitch on the run. Though. Yeah. Um, it's flood time because it's New Orleans. So it's raining. Uh, goddamn, she runs all through Mardi Gras. Yep, to uh, get to the house, looking for the mirror very aggressively. Like she just breaks every mirror she sees. I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. And then she runs to Matthew because bad writing. We got we got to wrap this up. And Matthew's like still looking slow as shit, huh? What? Yeah, I was just wanted to. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I was just out of the movie for a reason for you to talk to my dad. And you could have just talked to my dad about the pictures. I didn't have to go missing at all, actually. Nope. Mm-mm. But whatever. Um, so, like, she meets up with him to go into the slave quarters to only fall into, like, the muddiest of doo-doo water and then tell him to beat it to go get help, right? Also, yeah. um, poo-poo on that weird, weird-ass bullshit with these kids running around from the school and they all have goat mask. That was a waste of my time. A lot a, a lot of shit was a waste of my time. That The, the cat that got stung by bees... And that kid yeah. dressed up as a king, like, bitch, you're going to get yours. Kid, fuck all that. <laughs> fuck all that. That would have been amazing. It's dumb. Well, if you would have said that, I would have brought it up. But it was just like the actual king baby talking shit. No, just like, fuck, fuck out of I don't care about that. Fuck all this. I already bullshit. said what I was like. That's That should have been his disciples. Like, that would have been children. nice. Wouldn't it have been cool? That would have been something. like the children. Anything. But nope. Anything. Like that's what Matthew was doing this whole time was gathering more children to follow. Right, like he like 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 man. it's him. He he was the one did the did the paintings or something. Right. And have him attack the bitch. But no. Some of them been doing the killings and it's like, what? No. How do these kids do that? No. No, 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 no. No. None no. of that. Nope. Nope. So I love how she did all this searching for this mirror dog. She falls into this giant hole and the mirror is just there. Mm-hmm. And apparently the slave mirror is like um, holding up the entire building up. I like how there's just other dead black people in here. Yeah, and we just we just move on from that. How come they don't have you know cool ghosts and shit? I'm glad this isn't canon. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm so, so glad this isn't canon. I'm so glad this isn't canon. But like he shows up right because he's about to grab the mirror and he's like no um here's the whole story like watch my full origin story this is the whole the whole point of this is for you to see my origin story and um didn't they burn him yep they did and the first one they burned him yeah but it, this one they just it's a little more sensual here because they the whole they plan cut was his the, hand off they put the hook on they covered him in honey they stung him with bees no they, they, they didn't they didn't give him the hook they just cut oh. his fucking hand off I thought they cut. I thought they put the hook in his hand. No, his stump. Did they? Huh. I thought so. Because he was just laying there. I just remember him just laying there with 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 the, with the dress pants on. How did they like, get in? Yeah. How did they get in there? I don't know, dude. It's all stupid. Because I feel like him finding a hook himself would have been better than than putting it on him. Like, why would you give him a weapon? He's already fucked up. Either that way, is true. Either way, dumb. Um, that should have been it. That should have been the movie where it's like I didn't die. And I started murdering them. Oh, then he got burned. Then he got burned. Yes. Just, See? 
Just get some people. Just get. Just, I'm gonna fix this movie. Oh, we'll fix this that's movie. That's an easy one to fix. That's an easy one yeah. to fix. It's then, already, then, they're already then he runs off it. to Chicago, right? And that's where he dies. Sure. The, either way, fucking um, I'm mad. But he he she grabs the mirror, and it's the only thing holding up this entire shack of a fucking place. And like, bug. water comes, and literally knocks the hook out of uh, Candyman's hand. They didn't edit that part out. Like. The, the hook flew off his arm because the water was coming in so hard. And like watching Candyman struggle with water made no fucking sense. He's a whole ghost, and he's like, yeah. But then he then he floats later. He floats out of the water and hovers over the water later. So it's like, what? Then why? What the fuck? What the fuck? Because she tries to he grab the mirror. It, this is all. This is dumb. Like like every climax of this movie is ass for both movies. Because like here he is floating above the water, talking more of that hot shit. She's holding the mirror. And she's like, eat a dick. And he's like, wait, oh, fuck. And she smashes the mirror, and that's it. And then, like, when the, 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 effects, the effects fucked up, because, like, even though he broke into a bunch of pieces, like glass, mm-hmm. um, a hand that fell was a right hand. They fucked up. They digitized the wrong hand to drop. Ugh. They didn't do the left hand. Ugh. Yeah. So, um, I also like how the hook was still real. The hook, the hook wasn't glass no matter what. That was, that was yeah. interesting. It's the hook. The hook is where soul is. But um, That's what it is. No, like fuck. like Freddy's claw. That's so dumb. But he he's gone, right? She escapes. The children come save her. All the all the students who hang out together all at the same time. That's realistic. They all help. They get her out, and then like the slave quarters was made of paper mache the whole time. Because mm-hmm. when it dissipated, it looked weird. It looked like they were just looking at a di- like a ditch, and then the, and there was a, me- I, a like, miniature house there. It looked like a matte painting, like. It's so weird. Like old, like uh, Ten Commandments, like the washed over by the waves and shit, shit by the Red trash. Sea. And I was shit like, was what trash. the fuck? It was a paper mache house. And they just look at each other. Um, and then, like, it's Ash Wednesday now. And the dad, the reverend, just, you know, puts ashes on their foreheads and and they high five. And then and then, then Kingfish chimes in. All right, y'all, we'll, we'll hold it. Cussing, I'm sorry. We, um, I apologize. The FCC kind of find us there, but that's fine. The Kingfish going to keep on being, going to give you the hits of the 60s and 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we played music on this fucking station. I got a little, Jeez, I got, I got a little, uh, got a little drunk on it last night, guys. I'm sorry. Like, but uh, whatever. You know, time passes. Eight ball. Yeah. Time passes. Time passes. We, 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 we time jump. And, um, she, you know, her daughter's born and, you know, she's acknowledging that there's a black person in their family, which is like basically what oh. it's all about. She's like, well, that, that's a treacherous story I got to tell you when you're much older and you can handle adult themes and sadness. But I will tell you about it. Just know that you have a great, 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 great black granddad somewhere out there. So that's nice because that's the thing that does not happen nope. uh, at all. So, and I was like, oh, that's the point. And then, um, you know, why would you why would you have mirrors in your house after this situation? Like, especially in your baby's room. Why would you why would you do this? So she grabs a mirror, a kid immediately is just like, I, I don't want to live. And she starts to say candy man. The, the, the mom comes up and like grabs her mouth and is like, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Lays a little ass out. Boom. Oh shit, like uh like it um oh fuck, what was that? Uh Young Frankenstein? Yeah. Just, just, oh, she's tuckered out. 
But um, nah, man. That's the end of the goddamn movie, bro. This shit was stupid. This was stupid. Mm. This was stupid. Like, Tony Todd did his best, but I ain't like this. And I'm glad I, I dodged these some serious movies as long as I have. Like Bones is better. Bones is better than this one, at least for two. Part two, Bones is better than part two. Yep. Which is wow. <sighs> Consistent at least. Jesus. Wow. And there's rules. There's rules, but like, but but the victims are asking for it. Like that's like the only Oh man. Um like this isn't made like this subject matter should not be made as a slasher. It's not slasher material. It's suspense thriller type shit, like ghost story shit. Yeah. Like this you can't stop for, I, we're not watching the third one. Right? There's a third one? I didn't yeah, know there was a third, a third one. one. Of course there's a third one. What are we talking about? I think that, that I'm sure that was straight to DVD. Had to have been. Mm. Had to have been. All right. Well, fuck all this, man. It's teletime. Jesus Christ. Let's find out how many people were horrifically gutted from butt cheek to back of the neck. Let's get into the body count. That body count. That body count. Render any savage. Let's see. I counted six. I'm, I'm fine with that. Six dead. Cool. All right, guys. It's time for our favorite subject. The nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we were only uh, privy to a side boob and an under boob, and that is it. Oh. Yep. Couldn't even do that right. Couldn't even do that right. Um, now it's time to talk about our favorite character this entire movie. This is probably easy. <laughs> Let's get to our Joker's Award recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Runner Randy Savage, who is your Joe Grizzly? I feel like I wrote this down as a joke, but uh, I put down Matthew. Really? Cause like, yeah, because he he's just a good painter. He really wants the Candyman to come out. He disappears for like forty minutes out of the he movie, gets the fuck and then comes back up and yeah. saves the day. I'm giving it to Reverend Ellis, the only actor in the whole film. Yep. Cause God, this was bad. Their acting was awful. Like this was some really bad acting, dude. Like Ethan when uh, Annie was like telling him everything's gonna be okay. That scene was trash. And like, I guess her, I guess she didn't know how to. Realized that the writing was sarcasm, saying, "Oh, you have you have somebody to watch you at all times." It was a fucking cop, but she said that like everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right. Shot through the back. Um, and fuck all that. So it's fine for the time, guys. Just knee pads and slippers. What that means. If we truly enjoy the movie, get a maximum of two knee pads. We fall to the worst position. Give the movie is just due, or if we think this is a gumbo, heaping helping gumbo of ass. We give it um, two hater slippers where we slide them on and just. Oh God, I don't even know. Play Kingfish Radio 24 7, bro. Rare Rainy Savage. D pads and slippers. Uh, yeah. So, the number one sin of filmmaking is to be boring. Mm. This movie is only an hour and a half long. Felt for it. It felt like forever. It felt like days. 
I was sitting here like we we literally just I watched like, I was passing out like like the the Patreon movie. We were I watched this movie two hours ago. The, the Patreon movie we were about to talk about was like five days long, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Till I got outside, I was like, oh shit, I was in there for half a day. I did too. I was like, I was in the movie, I was in the movie theater, and I was like, okay. And then I got got out, and I was like, oh shit, I'm almost late for work. What the fuck? Game <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't care. No. <laughs> felt I felt every minute of this goofy shit. This bro. movie. So this is gonna get two hater slippers for me because yeah. you cannot be boring. You cannot. You you have an interesting character. You have a lore. You have white women. Do something. Figure something out. God damn it. Like nah, this this was this was this was ass, man. Um I'm tell you this right now. I'm I'm gonna give this I, guess, I love you, Tony Todd, but this, this is this is a, this is a two hater slipper affair. I can't, there's no, I can't, I can't in good faith. I will never watch this again. Um, no, ever. Like I would just watch a clip show of you doing your thing, but you know, it's just you ha- you have this interesting character, man, and you just, y'all just don't know what the fuck to do with it at all. And like you know, Tony Todd's an old man, and mm-hmm. and it would make it didn't make sense to have him constantly be there in Candyman without just being having to you know what I mean be CG face all day. But at least they're doing something versus nothing. Because right. there, there's a, there's a rich like tapestry history. There. Like the den- denying of the bloodline is a subplot for a good movie. Okay, yeah, I you know what I mean. One. Like like, and they didn't focus on that because it's it's dumb. But when you think about I it, I would have been okay with the murdering of all the. The descendants of the murderers. Yeah, like, like like he's cleaning house at this point. Like like, like, he's like the, house. the wrong one did it, and he's like, I'm focusing my attention on this situation. Like he makes it obvious that the wrong one called him. Whatever. Like that's my biggest. Beef also, with- there needs to be like there was. I, if you're gonna make this movie, then it needs to have a character who's like the detective character, not Ray like that. But like Annie was trying to be that detective character, but she's also a school teacher. She also does other things, and it's like. I would rather have her like be the heiress to a big fortune, and then her dad dies mysteriously. Her brother is set up for murder, and now she's gonna get all this money. And it's like, okay, so the brother hires a detective to investigate Annie, and then they find out about the Candyman thing. And it's like, this story makes more sense if it's told from outside of it. And it's like, everyone's pointing; these murders are pointing towards Annie, and then the this cop's trying to figure that out. But then he himself is falling deeper into this lore and this mystery. Then you can add the Reverend in and a bunch of other things. And like the, he can drive around and hear the Kingfisher. So it makes sense that he's showing up rather than like yeah, well, just random fucking voiceovers. Well, you did it. You fixed, you fixed the movie. And I'm just like this, this movie could get better if you made more sense. The pieces are there. Um, the actors weren't, but the pieces were there. Like there, there, yeah. there was, there was, there was. It needed more time in the oven, bro. But they just threw that bitch out raw. This is this is a hot and ready little Caesar's pizza. This <sighs> is like that, fam. It is a is one of those freeze those those Fiesta pizzas that was made with hate. Yeah, <laughs> fucking dishes, man. What the fuck? I was trying to go home, you dick. This is made specifically for a microwave. You sad fuck. Like that's what this that's what this shit was, bro. It was garbage. All right, guys. Um. Yeah, fuck this movie. Like, that's it. Yep. Let's get out of here. What are we, what are, what are we doing? Oh, we're doing um, a Patreon pick. Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, we should be having a special guest. So that's going to be fun. Uh, should be. Should be. We'll yeah. see. But uh, yeah. I, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm, just, I'm ready to leave. Uh, shout out to everybody. Fuck, but oof, this movie. Oh man, just you know, whatever, whatever you want to fix your lips about how you didn't like this one, and, and, it, and it spit in the face of the legacy can man. You can you can just palm my whole grundle and just shut the fuck up. I'm just fuck out of here, bro. Fuck out of here, dog. And, and this was also political, bitch. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, y'all have a good one, dog. I'm just. It sucked. Uh, Wrapping it up. Oh, this is gross. So bad. Gator Productions.